to the top of the morning show. It's your girl TT from the D. And I hope that you rested well and you are ready for this amazing, beautiful hump day Wednesday. I hope that you had the opportunity to tap in last night. I had an amazing show as this week is dedicated to women in radio and podcasting. So on my Tap In Tuesday live stream show last night, I had a phenomenal panel of women in radio and podcasting. I had the most amazing interview, I have to say. It was amazing, amazing, nothing short of amazing. I had Melody Fresh, which is a she's a radio personality from KISS 105.9 FM. I also had Nikki Jones. She's a radio personality and a podcaster from WVTC Radio Detroit. I also have Sunshine. She's a podcaster from Keeping Get Real Conversations, which you can find on all social media platforms and outlets. I also have Rocky Harris, who is also the co-founder, founder, creator of Rocky's Reality. She's a one-stop shop. Amazing. And then I also had Princess, who is a program director, radio personality, and the host for Good Time Show, and the actual founder and owner of 9397 Network, which is an online radio platform. So I had an amazing, amazing show with a group of amazing women. And we talked about so much regarding the industry of podcasting and radio. If you missed the show, no worries. That's the beautiful thing about podcasting. You could always go back and check it out. So you could go check it out on Spotify. Actually, I'm going to convert it to Spotify. Yeah, I think I'm going to convert it to Spotify. But you can actually check it out on YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, my podcast page, TT for the D podcast on Facebook, and on my personal page if you know me personally. And you can catch the show. It'll be there. It was so phenomenal. I learned so much, and I was inspired to continue to go. And I want to share more information. So this morning, we're going to talk about history of women in radio. It kind of goes hand in hand with the women in radio and podcasting takeover this week. So let me give you, if we could play trivia, which we're not, but if we could, in honor of the show this month, I want to dedicate this time and give you some insight. Did you know that Kate Smith had already achieved Broadway fame when she became the first radio show in 1931? From 1937 to 1945, she had the most popular radio variety hour, the Kate Smith Hour. And during that time, she had the number one daytime radio show. I can't believe that. I was like, what? We've been doing it this long? And I'm like, wow. Then Kate Smith Speaks, which was a news and commentary program. Smith was well known during the 1930s and the 40s when she began singing God Bless America on the airways, right? That's according to the Radio Hall of Fame. They also said Smith on air appeal for war bonds topped $600 million. Her final radio show aired in 1958, known as the First Lady of Radio Chatter. I said, what? But... It first began broadcasting a radio show with her husband, Edward, from their apartment in 1937 from New York. 
So when we podcast, I was thinking like, shoot, we podcast from our homes, our basements, our garages, our cars, wherever we are, right? But the Fitzgeralds, they covered a number of topics, including book reviews, current events. They even broadcast their squabbles, their arguments, their disagreements. Pretty much how we do in today's time, we cover a multitude of things, variety of topics, relevant, right? But during the 1940s, the Fitzgeralds were the highest paid radio duo. They earned roughly $160,000 a year as a team. Now, that's a lot of money back then. I think they could have been considered millionaires in my mind. I don't know the worth of what that was back then. I don't know. But let me tell you something else. Another pioneer, Susan Stamberg. She was the first woman to ever anchor a national nightly news program. Here I am thinking it was Barbara Walters. Don't judge me and don't come for me. Shout out to Barbara Walters in the spirit. You know, she's going on to glory. But Susan Stamberg, she served as the host of NPR's All Things Considered from 1972 to 1986. She was known for her conversational style and her ability to find a great story. Her notable interviews included Nancy Reagan, Annie LeBeltz, and Rosa Parks. In 1996, Stanberg was inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. And in terms of women radio owners, Dorothy Brunson was the first, check this out, she was the first African-American woman to own her own radio station. Salute and shout out to Dorothy Brunson. Brunson bought Baltimore's W-E-B-B-A-M in 1979. I was just four years old at that time. And she later added stations in Atlanta and Wilmington to her lineup. Brunson sold her station in 1990. I'm like, why? So she could start in television. She established WGTW-TV in Burlington, New Jersey and became the first, again, the first African-American woman to start a television station. So BET? Yeah, okay. Brunson was a pioneer in African-American women's broadcasting, paving the way for people like myself. Right? Because we are the future generations. And we appreciate that leadership that they took as female pioneers back in the day that helped us be who we are in today's time. It's amazing. It's amazing when you think about it. Then we can talk about, you know, I think we would be familiar. We have a lot of female radio talk show hosts when we talk about podcasting. Podcasting is like having a television show, except it's not syndicated just yet, right? Think about Wendy Williams, Oprah Winfrey, right? Two amazing women who really have put us on the map in a different kind of way. Now, here's a trivia. Who was the first woman to have her own radio show? Kate Smith. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad you guys... I hope you're taking notes, right? I hope you're taking notes because it's important to remember that, okay? We are in a time where we are paving ways, knocking down barriers, cracking glass ceilings, right? And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. When there are standards put on us, it makes it harder. When there's expectations, Let me tell you this. In 1922, 
Jess Cohen was one of the first announcers at WOR in Newark, later New York City. But she identified herself on air with just her initials, J-E-K. Views, and it just, she was amazing, they said, right? And it's like, hmm, we don't get the recognition that I think we should sometimes, but I'm here to share some things with you about women in radio and podcasting. Now, I will tell you this. At WAHG, which is now WCBS, or WCBS. Yeah, yeah, WCBS it is. 16-year-old Nancy Clancy was billed as the country's youngest announcer. Can you imagine that? She was only 16 years old. And she was the youngest radio announcer in the country in 1924. I can't believe it. Like, wow. Right? It's like, we have really come a long way in radio and podcasting and just making moves, having our voices heard, having syndicated shows, doing some amazing things, as I said, cracking ceilings, right? Cracking ceilings that people would just look at like, "Mm, yeah, okay. Oh, you did what? It's like, we really have done some things. And it started way back in the 20s, right? Women have been doing this for a long time. Let me share a little bit of knowledge and wisdom with you, okay? Because you're not going to believe this. Dame Nellie Melba, okay, was the first woman, she was a soprano singer, okay, and she performed and did all kind of things in Brussels. She was well known in the high society of London in the 19th century, from what I read, okay. She created um, I don't know if I want to say like um, hmm, her own station I believe if I read that correctly it was the I believe Marconi Wireless Company and I'm like okay right And we don't get enough credit when I think about stuff like that. She was a radio soprano singer. Despite this, her voice streamed all across the world. Okay? All across the world. And a lot of rooms where you say, well, women weren't welcomed. They they weren't even acknowledged. There are certain places... Women made history for us in radio, okay? Like, I'm talking about strong history, historically speaking, of course. Storytelling. You know, some people might say, oh, we were amateurs, but we were intensely creating waves. And it's funny how we created and did a lot, and then men took over, 
right? It's, it, and I'm not gonna say like that's a bad thing, but it's kind of like we we're we're making our mark back. We're coming back, and we are not standing down for anybody anymore. I'm gonna share this tab with you because it's just like a little history lesson, right? That I want you to always kind of take with you. All right, here's some interesting info about a few influential women in radio. Not a whole lot. There are a whole lot, but I won't hold you long. Senior Vice President's Communications at Our Heart Radio is Angela Ariston. She is a beast. And she is very, very good at what she does. Okay? And she's been holding it down since 2015. Then you have Vice Chairman Sheridan Broadcasting Presidents, Sheridan Gospel Networks. So it's Susan Davenport Austin of Sheridan Broadcasting. You have Donna Baker, Midwest Regional Vice President of Cumulus Media. I've been trying to get my show listened to by them. But you know, I'm gonna keep on. I'm not gonna stop. Okay, I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it going. I'm gonna keep it going. Let's see. We have. You're not gonna believe this one. Carolyn Beasley. Beasley Media Group. I never knew she was a CFO. Her success in radio starts with the deep passion for the industry. She said, and her father, George Beasley. Who started this amazing, amazing company. And she walks firmly in the shoes that she's placed up and put on her feet to run and carry the torch. It's her legacy. Then you have, let's see, hmm, who we got next up? Um, I'll give you a few more. Oh, here's a good one. EW Scripts Company. You have Beverly Brannigan. She is the uh, vice president of programming over there. And I'm like, okay. You have Linda Bird. She's the market president of iHeartMedia, right? And I'm, I'm geeked because I have my show streaming on iHeartRadio. So it's kind of like, ooh, podcasting. I'm like, okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because I'm like... I am connecting without even knowing these ladies, but it's so amazing when you look at the roster of how amazing it is. And I'm going to actually reach out to them, some of them. Now, I might not get a response from everybody, even if I get one, just one. I will be super, super, super geeked, super excited because these women are paving the way and they don't even know that we're thinking and looking at it and saying, wow. We have Sharon Daster. She's the Senior Vice President and Programming at iHeartMedia. I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Then we have Delilah. She's a syndicated host at Premier Networks. Okay? The list goes on and on, y'all. It goes on and on and on and on. And I'm like, there is so much greatness. There is so much greatness with women in radio. It's unbelievable. And I'm thinking like the show I did last night, I felt like it really 
educated some folks. I really feel like it did educate some people. It educated me. It, it, invi- it invited me to want to go deeper and do a little bit of research. And that's exactly what I did. I wanted to share that tad bit of information. It's amazing. And it all, to me, started with Kate Smith, right? Now, I would like to say, hmm, who was the first African-American woman in radio? I already told you. So I just want to know if you are taking notes. This woman that I spoke of, she laid the groundwork. She laid the foundation and she left it for us to build upon. And we are doing just that many generations later, many generations later. Now, I will tell you this. The first African-American woman to sing on the radio was Hattie McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Hattie McDaniel. And I will also share with you something else that you might not know, right? You might say, uh, well, is that is is that important? Maybe not. But this is just a little bit of history from me to you. Because I'm African American. This is a part of history for me because I'm in media. Word, W-E-R-D, not W-O-R-D, was the very first radio station owned and programmed by African Americans. The station was established in Atlanta, Georgia in 1949, the year my mother was born. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? And I'm like, dude, like, that's amazing. We have so much radio history that we 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 just sometimes don't know what to do with it. If you think about Radio One, it was founded in 1980 by Kathy Hughes, right? And they targeted African Americans. The type Urban One went after. It was broadcasting media, right? But it's just a little bit of history. It's just a little bit of history. Now, data shows that there are 97 black radio ownership organizations listed for station ownership. And that was as of 2021. Okay. And there was FM and AM. Some people may think it was only AM, but no, there was FM and AM. And I just thought like, wow. And the last little tidbit I want to tell you guys I thought was quite interesting is that the very first black woman to become a radio DJ, her name was Mary D. Dudley. They said that she broke the racial and gender barriers by becoming the first female African-American radio DJ in the United States. And her show was called Moving Around. 
And at first it started as a 15 minute segment in Pennsylvania in 1948, a year before my mother was born. The show quickly expanded to an hour, then two hours, and finally four hours, right? I'm like, wow. She ended up receiving up to 150 fan letters a day. A day, y'all hear me? It's like, wow. She was doing her thing. And then she attend, she she gained the attention of Ebony Magazine in 1951, which helped her gain national attention. And her very own studio, Studio D, opened up in the Hill District of Philly, where Mary then took requests and allowed fans to watch the broadcast from the window. Now, that's amazing. It reminds me of um, Chicago, where you can actually watch the news from the street. But she also used her show to give much needed airtime to local black artists. And I say that because she had amazing people like Eartha Kitt on her show. Nat King Cole. Tony Bennett. (laughs) It's amazing. Now, I will tell you this. She did leave the radio station to host a gospel show in Philadelphia called Songs of Faith. And she, she did that for eight years, they said, until she died of cancer later in 1964. But that is some amazing history, y'all, about women and radio podcasting and just in the radio industry. Legacies we are creating and we are building and we are making. People like myself and, like I said, the amazing panel that I had last night, Melody Fresh, Princess, Nikki Jones, Sunshine, and Rocky Harris. It was an amazing powerful segment last night i hope that you will tune in and check it out and check out each queen follow them support their podcast or their radio show they are doing some amazing work i feel like i'm doing some great work and i hope that you will continue to tap in for tap in tuesdays when i do my live streams whether i'm alone or i got guests i also hope that you will choose to check out the top of the morning show monday through friday at 6 a.m eastern standard time you can catch this airing on spotify anchor.fm iheart radio amazon music google podcast and much more until tomorrow enjoy your hump day and i'll see you soon